Hey y'all, my name is Bryant Young. And Derek Cheney. Here with the Decent Dads Podcast, we wrapped an episode with Sean Gallagher today. Yeah, another good episode. He had a lot of stories for us. Yeah, I mean, the guy brought a full presentation complete with a stack of about 10 books. So I am excited for everybody to get a chance to see this one. Um, Sean's a buddy of mine. He's also our, as he put it, I would never say this about him, our oldest dad we've had on the show. Yeah, the uh, the eldest. Um, He also brought the, uh, the sweet jacket, trying to compete with Daniel Ogunyemi for best dress. Yeah, uh, it was a close second. It was a, he's a close <laughs> second. Yeah, he did real well. So uh, right. I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to get a chance to yeah. listen to this one. It was good. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I talked about the blended family. Yeah, right? we did. Um, about being an, an older dad, I mm-hmm. guess, at different Yeah, and, different and dealing with the right. godforsaken birthday parties of small children. Yeah. So, yeah, it was <laughs> a lot of fun. It was so enjoyable. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> without further ado, I think we just jump right into it. Let's do it. Decent Dads Podcast. Here we go. Good evening, folks, and welcome back to the Decent Dads Podcast. We're here to tell dad jokes, drink coffee, and build a community of dads navigating fatherhood together. I'm Bryant Young, fearless leader, co-host, girl dad, and your friendly local insurance agent based out of Springfield, Missouri. And now, before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he's a six foot three sophomore shooting guard from small town Missouri. He wishes he was a first team All-American, but instead, he's the coolest co-host with the most, a fantastic father of two, and the home loan expert. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Derek Cheney. How are yeah, you, Derek? Not obnoxious at all. <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was gonna say really good, and then I, I saw our nice little uh, water bottle here in the middle of our table. So I, you know, it's not the worst thing we've had in the middle of the table. That's true. So probably gotta take that off to start, just so we start the episode off right, right? Uh, but no, you know, it's a good day for a good day. It boys. is a good day. Got our got our hoppy coffee. Uh, so can't complain there. Got a mm-hmm. got a pretty pretty good guest today. Very know? patriotic gentleman yes, today. I see he is America. Oh. Right. Oh, this is the British flag. You what? idiots. Well, no. We can't see the back. We can't see the back of your oh jacket God. right now. Colors just going off the color scheme. But uh, yeah. I, you, we stole their colors. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. He is well dressed. Yes, he is. Um, Trying to compete with Daniel is what he actually what he told us I'm when he came in. I was like, yeah, I was like, where's your button down? Where's yeah. your flower? Your pocket square? I mean, you got a yeah, you got a lot to live up. Hey, to he's there. got a collar on. That's better than yeah. we've got. Yeah, but you're the Fair. one who won best dressed. Yeah, well, can't all be me. Uh, See how that worked out for him. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That was a fib. <laughs> he paid somebody to get that award. No joke. Uh, but no, uh, we was talking right before this episode uh, about uh, about our guest and uh, some of the background that he's had as far as uh, career-wise. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's had kind of a fun uh, uh, career path that might... All over creation. Might made him a little little jaded towards towards kids, you know? Banker, <laughs> teach, teacher, more is kind of what I'm hinting at there. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then now financial planner, so... Uh, Sean, me and Brad know you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, some other people might not. So if you will, you know, tell us who you are, what you do, give us your dad resume, tell us how many kids you got, what are the ages, and uh, which one's your favorite, and just go from there. Oh, oh God, I'm not going to Not my <laughs> Good. All right. Well, as long uh, as you acknowledge that you're not going to answer that yeah, question, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I believe the Sean Gallagher. I'm a financial advisor and uh, partner at Pycheck and Associates. It's a uh, what we do, life insurance and wealth management. So it's all all forms of financial planning. I've been there. This will be the fifth year. Uh, Derek mentioned I was a teacher for a couple years before that. In 2016, 2015, I'm trying to think when it was, 
I lost my well. I've lost a lot of jobs. That's why. Uh, I was laid off from the Red Cross at the end of 2014. I yeah. think my daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. Six months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've been there, commercial like their commercial fundraiser, and sure. then they merged the whole. I think they put the whole state under one out of under St. Louis. So I'm looking at it going, they're not going to keep me. So I knew. Well, um, at the time, my daughter's mother and I were together, and she's a nurse practitioner, so she was like, "Why don't you stay home?" So I stayed home for about a year. Um, it was awful. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it. it was I don't think I could terrible. do that. It was yeah, absolutely honestly, terrible. Yeah. Uh, mentally, I wasn't prepared for it. I also probably sabotaged myself because I didn't do things like try to find other dads to hang mm-hmm. out with sure. who were in the same situation. Hey, that's why we hey, got this podcast. In your defense, Decent Dad Podcast was not out then. So. That's true. You're right. But, uh, yeah. I was just, I was, I'm not, our relationship wasn't good. There was a lot of bad things going on in this time. <laughs> so uh, I was home with my kid. I was miserable. So uh, I took a job. I was like, hey, I'm going to go work part time. And then uh, the whole time I've been doing that, I was like, I think I'm just going to go teach. Screw this. I hate the corporate world right now. Okay. I've been fired, basically, and laid off the yeah. last previous things. Um, so I was like, hey, I'm going to go try teaching. For my whole life, people said you should be a teacher. I actually thought about being a college professor. That's why I went to grad school. And then six months in, I realized I hate these people. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get an MBA. I, was yeah. say, I feel like yeah. college professor is way better than it, teaching. Uh, I had I had great college professors at undergrad. My graduate school professors at Mizzou were the most miserable people. Really? And I was just like, this Unhappy. is not, wow. not for me. So let's. Okay. Yeah. But I loved college. Right. So I was not going to give up that dream. Yeah. Um, so I switched to MBA and had much more interesting professors because actually I had jobs <laughs> outside of college. Practitioner college. <laughs> yeah. Practitioner teachers were my favorite yeah. for sure. So uh, decided to become a teacher. Uh, talked to everybody I could. The barriers to entry for teaching um, are ridiculous, except the state of Missouri. Matt Blunt, in one of his last acts, signed on to something from the uh, Bush DO. E, which is called the ABCDE program. At least they can spell. ABCTE. T-E, out of order. It's a little program. You just go on, you pay 1500 bucks, take a couple tests, and you get to, and, uh, they give you a certificate. You get a teacher certificate. Wow. Oh shit! <laughs> as, well, as, long as, college, as long as you got a college degree. Oh, okay. So, um, it was I, a prerequisite. Uh, uh, you got it. I uh, had it, called yeah. a guy who uh, with HR at SPS when I was, and he just said. Yeah. I don't care how you get a cer- He was the one who finally admitted, like, I don't care how you get a certificate, just get a certificate. Just get one. Yeah. Sure. Like, oh, great. All right. I'm going to do this. I mean, I had to talk to Evangel, like, MSU, Drury. They all have these fancy programs that cost a crap ton. And I was like, God, this is going to be like a $14,000 decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was 1600 And uh, Sounds like a no So I taught for a couple yeah. years at Central. I was their uh, building sub, and then I also taught business classes online, and then I taught summer school because that nice. was the way at the time for me to make the most money. There's yeah. online classes in high school. Yes, I we didn't can, know oh yeah, that. There, yeah, there definitely is online. now. Everything, well, yeah, yeah, sure now, yeah. But uh, yeah, even back in '16, there were mm-hmm. online classes. Did not know that. Yeah, launch was. And then Kenny point. came to me in 2018. I had done a month of teaching middle school students. And that was I enough, was, right? It was, it was like, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah, I well, I, I lost out on getting like a full-time gig, and I was not really yeah. excited about going back to it. And uh, he called me and was like, hey, do you want to come in and talk about stuff? And I'm like, I, I mean, I showed up looking like yeah. T-shirt shorts. Yeah. It was a job interview. And he's ah. like, would you like to do this? He's like, would you like to have the, You know, if it works out, then you're going to own this. And I was like, I don't really, I don't know. But uh this is going to get probably much. So my, my dad passed away in 2016. I had a dream mm. in 2018 after meeting with Kenny where I talked to my dad. Yeah. Wow. My dad literally just said, this is everything you've ever wanted. Cool. Take it. Yeah. 
Awesome. And next Monday, I, we met on a Monday. The next Monday, I said, dude, I think I need to come. We got to get serious. Good for you. And I called, wow. my, I called the principal I worked for, uh, Dr. Anderson, who's now at Glendale as an s- assistant, and said, I'm out. And she was like, what? And I go, I found something. I think I need to pursue, you know, yeah. some yeah. somebody to pursue it. So, right. and it's worked out. Um, awesome. The only thing awesome. I will say is I was not prepared as as an older man to have to study so effing much. <laughs> oh right. Once you get out of school, going back to school is real. Yeah. real well, it's everything's a whole different online. Animal. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky yeah. that the ABCT program was online, so I was sure. kind of used to all the stuff. But uh, I'm studying for my CFP right now. Oh, bless your soul. And it's it's awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not not good. I'm going to be 50, and I'm like. Didn't other people do this in their 20s? Yeah. yeah. And then I realized yeah. when they announced it, there's guys in their 50s still sure. getting this. So I'm like, all right, I'll do But uh, I like what I do now. I missed. There are parts of banking I really liked, mm-hmm. which was client interaction. Sure. Yeah. I get to do That's all that. why we do yeah. what we do. In our- <laughs> Working 12 to 2 every day. That's yeah, no, um, pretty good. Well, we get a lot of Mondays I, uh, Not quite there yet, but soon. Very soon. <laughs> uh, no, it, I missed part. I did miss having like you know just days off for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Whose the, holiday is this? Great. Yeah. I want that Columbus one. Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, he was a great. Guy. No, so it's uh, that's that's what I do. Uh, come see me. I'm uh, not as flighty and with your money as I seem to be on a podcast. <laughs> oh. Tell uh, us about your uh, your kids. All right, I have a, a blended family. We'll call it. I think yeah, the right way. So I got remar- I got remarried. Uh, three to be three years. Uh, this year, to she stuck around with you for three years. We've been together five. Her so Patience is, of Methuselah. Yeah, well, you <laughs> met her ex. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a 12 year old stepdaughter, Brinkley, who is a sixth grader at Pershing. Awesome. And then okay. my daughter, Roxy, is a third grader at Field. She's mm-hmm. eight. She'll be nine in a couple months. Brinkley just turned 12 last week. Uh, Roxy last has week. one of my favorite names of any yeah, of my friends' children. Yeah. Roxy's names, name is like, Roxy James. Yeah. Lena Gallagher. She is named after Stephanie's grandparents, her mother's grandparents, and Lena is my grandmother. Yeah, cool. So, I love that. Um, that's my two kids. I have two daughters. Uh, I grew up with a brother, mm. and uh, you know we were a family of boys. So now I have a family yeah. of girls. Yep, makes yep. sense. Right? I, and I, I understand even up for my mother. Yeah, was <laughs> there you go. that was. I mean, that was my entire like reason to be excited about having a girl when we had a girl because nobody else in my family had really ever even experienced a young girl other than my mom and my wife like it was all yeah. boys top to bottom so was very excited about that oh yeah dude yeah i think i lost the battle on trying for the third kid uh oh, yeah? with my wife yeah and so uh so yeah if that if that third one's a girl she's gonna be so spoiled oh yeah i got two boys my only sister has two boys so my parents are gonna spoil the crap Oh, absolutely. I get it. it. And that's part of it. My wife keeps telling me it's going to be a girl, even though she's not pregnant. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you Uh, don't get to make that call unless you go to the Petri dish. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, So we'll we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's not like one of those rules where it's got to be a boy. I don't know. She's she's convinced. So Hey, good for her. I get it. Um, Sean, we talk about a couple of different things every every episode. First and foremost is tantrum of the week, and you are the perfect example of yeah. Ch- yeah. Kids of all ages have tantrums, whether it's the two year old that's upstairs taking a nap right now, or the teenager that you're dealing with at, at home. Have you dealt with any like tantrums or anything that has stood out to you this week in the last? And it doesn't. Um, I won't tell anybody if it's not actually this week. <laughs> um, say, not that the camera's on our, or anything. Uh, this is going to cut my. Both my kids are complete opposites. Yep. I mean, okay. Yep. So they are Mine too. polar opposites. 
Uh, Brinkley is very emotional. Mm. Very Brinkley lashes. That's the out. older one. Yep. she's yep. the older one. That's my older so one. So she lashes out. She is. Uh, she got. I'm just gonna be super honest and nice about. It. She's got a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> because she got to deal with me coming into her life. Yeah. Oh sure. Her mom yeah, getting yeah. remarried, and then she got a sister. You know, she was eight, all eight or nine, and then all of a sudden, oh, who's she's this? Got a sister. Right. Yeah. I got her supposed to share. Surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, no but uh, and then she's yeah. got a dad who. Uh, flighty will be the nicest word I will say. Sure. He's uh, and so she's got a lot of anxiety. She just has oh, deals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just puts a lot. So her brain's always running. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, so she, her deal is to lash out. So she'll get upset and she will always lash out at her mother. So she, all her focus of anger will go directly at her mother. My youngest internalizes everything. Mm. So she won't tell you what's wrong. You know what's wrong. You're crying. Nothing. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. You know. <laughs> so uh, Roxy, you have to kind of navigate. You just I leave her alone. Like if she wants to pitch a fit at eight, that's fine. Like she'll get upset. She's very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So trying to uh, get her to develop the Gallagher wall of uh, you know where like dude they're just words like freaking yeah. ignore it man. right like but I probably might there's my according to my mother there's I was a lot like that so <laughs> your parents uh, come back to you you know your kids kind of return some of the stuff oh, oh we're yeah. finding that out oh but, we're, uh, we're finding that oh, out yeah. so the tantrums they have are much different but. I'm sure Brinkley, if we just asked her to clean something up, probably went to nuclear. Oh, sure. On you know, and she is messy's like two nights a word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even describe it's, how it's disgusting. It's l- almost nuclear explosion esque. Yeah, and then <sighs> Roxy, if she, if you ask her to do something, even if, you know, like, hey, could you just pick that up? The guilt she'll give you like a guilt look. Like, I've, <laughs> Oh my God! I'm so sorry. I didn't think about this ahead of time. This is terrible. And a terrible person. Yeah. (laughs) So you're just dealing with two. That's and uh, so Um, both there. They fight all the time. A lot of the times, though. Originally, I used to probably get on Brinkley a lot harder, and then I started realizing, like, all right, this is older sibling crap. Sure. Mm. Like, I mean, I have a younger. We both have younger brothers. Mm -hmm. We treat them like shit. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. I did. I I did. I'll be the first. We beat the crap out. We beat it on each other. It all changes. Kind of Brinkley starting to get to the age where. You know, when you start to become more social with your friends, you get you're doing bigger kid stuff. Yep. Sure, yeah. so you're not fighting over like the blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, then they'll get better. But like Roxy Brinkley will just Brinkley has got a great eye roll. She's got a wonderful <laughs> scathing, you know, eye roll. Yeah, I'm sure that and, doesn't uh, just. She will just kind of weirdly do stuff to prod her sister that I don't. It's annoying. Like it really f- makes my wife upset because she doesn't want to deal with it. Right. But I get it. I'm just like, okay, this isn't really negative. Um, I'll be the first time. Both our kids are in counseling. Yeah, we put them both. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we decide. Uh, Brinkley, I was pushed for for a long time. I was like, dude, she's got so much going on. This girl needs sure. And what yeah. they need is, you, I from my my perspective is my kids need since their situations are di- it's different. They yeah. know it's yeah. different. Sure. Like they, you know, they're not with me all the time. Hmm. So they're 50 50, both. Okay. Brinkley's both with us about 80, 90% of the time now. She just doesn't want to see her dad as much. So, mm-hmm. um, but they don't, they protect their, the other parent from like, so sure. they won't really tell you like what's going, she mm-hmm. won't say what's going on with her dad because she's kind of defending him. Well, right. she needs a third person to talk to. Yeah, right. absolutely. To unload on that. Mm-hmm. And then we started putting Roxy because Roxy has a real trouble telling you what the hell's going on with her. So we're like, hey, what kind of tools? Mm. Maybe she'll talk to somebody Help else. teach her to vocalize, sure. To totally vocalize her that. stuff. Yeah. Um, stuff that, I mean, I've been through a lot of counseling. I went through marriage counseling. I went through grief counseling. It turned into grief counseling. For my pet, dad died. I'm a, kind of a proponent of it. Yeah. But you, if you do it, you got to really kind of be all in. Mm-hmm. Right. I half-assed right. some when I was younger. 
where it was like, uh, you know, I think I'm it's going. Working. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like you know, and I or I didn't connect with the dude. Yeah, and uh, got uh, when I got older, I got some really good guy. I got to a really good guy, and then actually the woman I worked with when we were doing our marriage counseling stuff before we broke up. She was awesome. Yeah, and uh, I ended up just staying. I ended up staying with her for like a year after. That's good. I mean, we're big proponents of we we call it parental mental health yep. on the show, yep. and we talk about yeah. it all the time. You need to like and all the different layers that yeah. that builds into, and it's you know it's getting yourself right before you're taking care of your kids. Well, and all that's those the different thing. Things. I mean, I that's part of. I mean, I would say part of having kids was all of a sudden you eventually make the decision like, okay, I'm a I'm really I'm what the fuck is wrong with me? Sure, yeah. So I need to get better, <laughs> mm-hmm. and. Um, I mean, I'll be the first to <laughs> admit, I, yeah. I had anger, a lot of anger about, I mean, my my child was not planned at all. Roxy was not planned. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is a bastard. Like, there is no, there was no planning <laughs> at all. Uh, but I, I had a lot of, a lot of anger <laughs> about her, uh, towards her mother. Yeah. We weren't supposed to be together. Sure. You know, we don't, we dated a short time. Um, the whole situation, but Catholic guilt in me was yeah. like, "Oh, we got to get married. Yep. Got to be right. Got this girl pregnant. Gotta yeah, get, yeah, got to do yeah. everything." Should have chose a different religion. Um, <laughs> well, you can't really do that. He was born into yeah, it. Was born into the. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> but, uh, so I know into, there was a lot. He of said stuff, he was born into the. Cult. But I'll be the first to admit, like, <laughs> it's I, not a cult. I think you, we've discussed this often. I hated that, like, when my d- daughter was younger. Despised it. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was stuck home with her. Yeah. All you're praying for is a nap. Like, that's all you Preach. pray for every day. Preach. Like, you just go, I'm in that stage right now. You just yeah. go, okay, uh, like, uh, let's see. if I, we're, I I got to a point where we lived, so Doling Park would be the goal. Sure. Mm. I would drive her to Doling. If she fell asleep on the way, we'd loop back and I'd throw her in bed. But if she stayed awake, we'd go to Doling and she'd screw around for an hour. I go, it's about 15 minutes from my house at the yeah. time. And then it was like, all right, now we'll play. And then she'll fall asleep on the way. Right, wear yeah, out. just trying to wear yeah. her out. That's all I was doing. My whole day yeah. was based on. Like it wasn't me eating or doing anything. It was getting just us to the nap to get to yeah. two yeah. hours yeah. of not like par- parenting. Yeah, yeah. totally. And it was it. a nightmare. And I'm like, I don't know how people do this. And I was like, well, they do it because you know, women are first of all much better at this. Hmm. Uh, I will. My wife's way better. Yeah, I'm yeah. not arguing that. Yeah. At all. yeah, yeah. So they're much better. Yeah. Uh, so they, but they're like, they're gonna be like, oh, I'll just get my girlfriends together. We'll have a play date. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sitting here, I resented everything about my kid when she was like one. So I was like, okay, this, this is going to get better. And it does, it did get better. I mean, there's moments of joy mixed in there. Sure. Yeah. But over the time, I mean, I was so miserable her first basically two years. Mm. Like, I was going to say, stressful I'm, time. Yeah. I'm just surprised it's stressful. That she didn't see a lot of it. And then, like, sure. everything bad right. that happened with my kid happened with me when I had her. So yeah. uh, I had a bed that had like a, just a had a footboard kind of around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my kid's just like, I think she was like 11 months and she just f- slid, whacked her leg on it. Well, she went from like trying to walk to like not doing anything. So it's like, well, did she break her leg? So you have to take a kid in. Scary. And uh, there's nothing worse than x-raying like a baby. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. to hold him yeah. down. You got to hold him yep. down. Oh, and the, yes. this pure scream of like pure, pure right. horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that will happen. But then Roxy also, this is when she was a little bit older. Um, my daughter wouldn't wear shoes for like two years. So get ready for weird clothing. <laughs> it's got, yeah, it's uh, got, we're, like, I'm there. Clothing. My oldest just wants to run around naked right now. So oh, no clothing. That'll serve him well in college. <laughs> but uh, so she would wear flip flops. Yeah. Well, then Practicing. she started. Okay, my daughter started learning to run. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're walking. She walked outside. But one day she's wham. Hit, like I heard her land on her tooth. Mm. So, yeah, no, no, no. so it was uh, yeah. 90 no. minutes of pure screaming. <laughs> sure. 
And I'm like, couldn't get her calmed down. So, all right, tell Stephanie, hey, what's going on? Get her back. I think I got her to finally take a little bit of ibuprofen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, about six weeks later, daughter, our daughter's just a mess. Mm-hmm. So Stephanie's like, ah, I'm going to take her in. We do an x-ray. So she had cracked her tooth above the gum line. Holy So, like, this tooth crap. right here was cracked above the gum line, split in two. So then she had to have surgery. Oh, my God. The, they had to take it out. So, um not being a person who spends hardly you know any of his life in hospitals, yeah, it's a whole life changing experience when a doctor comes out to talk about your kid in anesthesia. Mm. Oh, yeah. and it's and I can't imagine that. My yeah. daughter was under for this is no joke thirty seconds. I think it's how long the surgery takes. They literally just go knock you out, wham, damn, they're done. Right, but and, it's uh, just enough. But to the get disclaimer yeah. where they come out, they're like, well, you know, we just don't know how it's going to go. Right. We don't, and you're like. It takes thirty seconds. <laughs> you're like, well, just you do know. the thing. And then of course, her mother's in medicine, so her mother's freaking out. Sure, because people that work in medicine automatically oh, know case all scenario. of the Automatically things, go right? to like you know leprosy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. My daughter has leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> She's got leprosy, dude. That's not a scab. That's leprosy. <laughs> you know, it's or cancer. Everybody's yep. got cancer. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we got that done. But every like bad thing. Anytime Roxy got hurt, it was with me. And you're just like, oh my god, damn it! I'm How did this worst, happen? I'm yeah. The worst dad ever. I'm the yeah. worst dad yeah. ever. Yeah. And then the I'm other stuff there. that yeah. I learned real fast, and I'll pass this to everybody. I think I've told. I know I've told you this. Well, yeah, the dad hat. Go for it. Compare your child to any other child yep. in their class. Yep, we did talk about because that. Because, friggin', first of all, my daughter is, was the baby of like her three year old. She had like just turned three. Well, yeah. Johnny over here is like three months and three years, ten months. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's doing, you know, he's speaking in full sentences. He's, you know, he's playing cards. Yep. He's like doing, <laughs> playing well, cussing. He's spitting a, on yeah, the playground. World class poker player. Kids, yeah. kids, like, at that age, like a month. Is an infinite amount of time. Lifetimes. Sure. And I would sit there and be like, oh, you know, God, what's wrong with my daughter? Oh, she's the baby. Nothing. Yeah. She's 10 months yeah. younger yeah. than this other kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, and even now, she's a third, in third of grade. her life she's younger. She's pretty much the youngest kid in her third grade. Sure. And uh, she's excited. She likes it. She, she has a summer birthday, which I never knew that was a thing growing yeah. up. Yeah. But uh, mm. summer great. birthday kid. It was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty great. Not going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was a one, like, that was a really hard thing to get over. Because, like, my. My mother, my dad died when Roxy was two. So yeah. my parenting advice for my parents was both my brother and I didn't have our kids till we were in our 40s. Mm-hmm. So my parents had completely expunged any knowledge of parenting. They had forgotten it. Yeah, my it was mom long has gone. no knowledge. It was long gone. It's like, it's PTSD. Oh, yeah. She has you no forget? advice. You forget? Yep. As a grandparent to do, and then she'll just yeah. do like 1970s parenting with Roxy, which I love. Yeah. Like, ignore them. Ignore. <laughs> it is here. the 70s for yeah, sure. Just, you know, don't we don't need to constantly entertain. So my mother was uh, put some whiskey in their bottle to go to sleep. Yep. My mother-in-law was a little more help because she was a retired teacher at the sure. time. Um, but and uh, they were a little better. But like the te- you get no parenting advice. Like mom, yeah. what should I do? I don't know. I don't know what I mean. What do you guys do for that? Yeah. Well, and that's and, and that's why we've got the podcast so we right? can throw out these dad hacks and talk about yeah. that kind of but stuff. But that is but the number one advice I would give anybody. Is don't compare your kids. Don't compare yeah. your kid. Yeah, I love that. Just think about because your kid might be a slow reader. Doesn't mean your kid's stupid. No. Uh, Doesn't mean anything. There's so much different stuff, and we right. put so much pressure. Yeah. I mean, my kids don't play sports. Thank effing God. Yeah, yeah. I don't have I to it. deal with you sports. I get um, it because. I was involved with it for a ton. I used to ump. 
Um, I'm closing my 30s. I knew that. And friggin', I hate parents of That's the worst job you could ever have. (laughs) I hate parents of kids because I'm like, dude, did you play college sports? No. Yeah. Guess what? Your kid's not going to. I mean, just yeah. tell you right now. Yeah. Like, just watch the NBA. There's no genetics there. You know Sorry. who plays in the NBA? Yeah. The kids of NBA players. Yeah. Like, Accurate. It's a family business. Yeah. Professional really sports is. is. You know who professional sports guys marry? Like, they marry women's basketball players. Just like, so they can have more. Players. Yeah, yeah. volleyball players. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, uh, NFL athletes marry, like, women who are six feet tall. Yeah. Yep. Just like, so they can have more so, athlete-sized I mean, kids. Yeah. For and sure. It's, it's nuts yeah. to me that the pressure, like, at three – so Roxy wants to try soccer. Brinkley, I guess, played some sports, mm-hmm. but has no interest. She's trying out for cheerleading next year. Nice. So she she's preparing. I'm actually really proud of her. She's doing work. She's yeah. actually got like preparing. a goal Good for and her. doing work and working on stuff, and she's gotten a lot better at the kind of the awesome. I guess the cheerleading gymnastics. You yeah, yeah, to yeah, do. yeah. Um, and I, you know, tumbling, it's not like, it's not tumbling. Like, it's not yeah. like when I was in school where it's like, oh, you were cute and you showed up. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that was totally cheerleading. It. No. You wanted yeah. to put up with it. And then by the time I, I – this is how Gen X I am. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we didn't have cheerleaders at my high school by the time because people made so much fun of them and persecuted it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I oh. literally think – well, and they also got in trouble because they had a – well, it, was a Catholic, band, it was a Catholic school, it was Catholic. so the, it was the an shirt, all boys the, school, so that's why we didn't have any cheerleaders. <laughs> well, okay. I would have done it then. No, um, do the shirts, still, the, they, the skirts do were too short. The paper banners, like the football team. Oh yeah. Okay, so they made one that said "fuck Nixa" oh, on my the God. inside, and like Nixa saw it. Of course uh, they did. Yeah. And so that's a problem. And uh, back when they were the big, like Catholic versus Nixa was a huge it was a big rivalry. game for sure. It was a huge rivalry when I was in high school. We beat them three times in football. Get it, girl. Um, they were two A. Yeah, I think we were one A. Uh, and wow. it was not, it was way beyond. Yeah, was back in the day. Yeah, that really was. It was way yeah. beyond uh, like school. It was more religion. It was more like Baptist versus Catholics. Sure. And it was just the anger. Um, You're like, what are you talking about? Like, don't worry about it. It's you know, fine. You guys don't read the Bible. Like, who reads the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk about that high, was high school sports. Like, I don't it's know different. if you did FCA either. FCA was the same yeah. way. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. FCA. That, yeah. We went to FCA camp, and as Catholics, it was like, you know, you don't. Um, I mean, I kind of literally said to me, "You don't read the Bible." I don't want to. I was like. You read the Bible? You're 16, dude. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Uh, Who does this? Probably the best thing I've seen when it comes to, like, uh, a Catholic school or, or whatever, private school versus public school in sports was uh, – uh, this was just recently on Facebook. I saw these kids at this public school had a sign held up that said, God loves us for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Well, what I, kind of tantrums I, I, did you have this yeah. week? Do you have any good tantrums? Oh, man, yeah. So, um, well, I had a single parent this week. Oh, that's for, right. For like, yeah, yeah. Uh, for like three days. Um, Allie did a business conference. Um, and so, and honestly, I was kind of scared because this is the first time I've had both of them, like single parenting yep. for multiple days on end. Um, and it went super good. Mm. I was, I was like, again, scared going into it. Nice. Went super good. I mean, they, I don't know, they were on their best behavior ever. I don't know why. They well, knew dad bless, was in charge. Bless my heart. Right. Um, However, he's so strong. (laughs) There was a tantrum in there. A couple. So I mentioned a couple episodes ago where like Liam tries to go potty twenty times before we go to bed. Before bedtime. Yep. So we've cut that down to two. It's like, dude, you you got two. No, like we'd tell him, we're like, you got no, you got two. (laughs) You got two chances here, and then you're just staying in bed or in your room, right? Um, And so, and he doesn't like that. Um, And so once the second time rolls around, we're like, all right, dude, you're you're in here all night. Okay, like you're you're stuck. Um, and, uh, and so we put, we put him down and we're like, all right, well, we're going to bed and we walk out and he loses it like bad, mm-hmm. loses it. And there's a baby gate on his doorway yeah, yeah, yeah. because he gets out in the middle of the night and tries to walk around. So we put a baby gate on there. 
Um, so it's like jail. Yeah, right. So I put him down. I walk out of the room. He's losing it, and he he's coming in hot. I mean, real hot. Did he truck stick the uh, the the gate? And this gate is like stuck on there. Good. The dude hits it so hard, blows through the gate. I mean, the gate comes off the doorway, and he hits the wall on the other side of the hallway. Oh, he was coming in so hot, and I was like. Like, I was in shock. I, hey, you I was know what? Like, Maybe he'll be a linebacker after all. Right? right? You're a little impressed. <laughs> I was. I kind of was. I was like, okay. Yeah, but then right. I was like concerned. I was like, you hit that so hard, you have to be injured. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And so, like, I'm holding there, like, comforting him. And he's like, I just got to go potty. So I'm like, all right, dude, you go potty while I fix the gate. I fix the gate. <laughs> and bring him back into his bed, put him back in his bed, and go back out, and he's losing again. He's coming in hot again, so I'm just standing there on the other side of the gate this Holding time because I'm actually, I'm actually prepared, and he gets right before it, and I just pick his feet up off the ground so he like loses all his steam, put him back down, <laughs> and then I just have to leave. I'm like, And he loses it for like not even two minutes, and he's fine, goes to bed, covers himself up, and he's asleep. That's so That's funny. That's well, the past three or four days. I, I just can't get over that. That's so funny. I mean, again – he, his son is five foot tall at like four. No, he's, he's, a, he's not even three yet. No, oh, excuse me. Not even three yet. Excuse me. He's a giant. So this kid's going to end up being a linebacker and just tearing people up. You are not our first guy who's got a blended. Well, actually, no. No, you're not. You're not, you're not our first guy who's had a blended kind of, family. Kind of not, yeah. But I know that you've got some funny stories about like dealing with your stepdaughter and and interacting with her and then yeah. going going Especially to be at their on. house and yeah. all of that stuff too. I think I I know the story. I'm trying to prompt you to tell a certain <laughs> okay. story. You know where I'm going with this. Um, so <laughs> Marla and I we've been together 5 years now. We actually knew each other in our 20s. Um, but I was I too much of a puss to ask her out. There you go. So I had to wait out her first marriage before I could ask her out. Um, <laughs> I, and she showed up on Match. I had done Match for a mm-hmm. year um, once I got through all the counseling and I actually dated. I dated like you're supposed to as a human, which is you get out there and meet as many people as possible. Sure. And then you realize what you want and what you like. So when the right person You didn't do up, Tinder? No. But he did Match. Match.com. the age difference. <laughs> I'm is, uh, yeah. Tinder was an option, but uh, I don't think I had a Facebook page. <laughs> a little page. different results at that <laughs> yeah, point. You have to have a Facebook page to do Tinder. Um, but uh, no, so uh, yeah, there was another. Tinder has a more stated goal. Yeah, no comment. Hey, it works but, uh, out for Brian. <laughs> I got my wife out. out of that. But uh, no, so when I met Marla, I knew right away, well, part of my deal was you're not meeting my daughter until you're the I know. Right. It's going to work out. Yeah, I yeah, understand, yeah. understand that. And Marla yeah. felt the same way. Sure. Like, we're not... So, we waited a long time yeah. before... Even though I knew I was going to marry her probably within, like, four weeks. Um, but, Did you really? Wow. Uh, by McCoy's birthday, 40th birthday party, I was nice. like, yeah, she's it. Awesome. People like her. She's I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She can handle big rooms. But women don't understand how important it is if you're a guy that likes to go out and do stuff, mm. how important it is not to be, a, like, a loser. Like, yeah, can yeah. you show up at a party where you don't really know anybody and, like, make a friend? And, right. and function. And, and fun, and have fun. And, like, Marla yep. shows up, and everybody likes her more than me within, like, three seconds. Well, so it's not that hard. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it was like, most, awesome. The question is, like, why is she with you? <laughs> Cash, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh... So huge we went on and so belt. We, Wallet. We huge did, belt. We did not live together until we got married. So we got married in the immortal year of COVID in 2020. Mm, well done. Well and our wedding... Reception got pushed off for a year. Yeah. So did your bachelor party. So my bachelor party got pushed <laughs> off for like almost yeah, a year and a half. <laughs> we did but that we in 2021. Married, we were like, hey, we're still getting effing married. Like, we planned on this. Sure. Well, then what was the plan? Okay. So my wife knew that I love. 
I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I loved living alone. Mm. Like at that point, like I was bachelor. You just get used to it. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. love. Yeah. I mean, I don't even. We've been married now for three. I don't like sleeping with somebody. I'll be the first to admit. Like right. I like bed for me. Yeah, right. That the, bed is so much more spacious <laughs> oh, when you're by yourself. I need the California king, or <laughs> you sleep in the other room. Yeah, dude. I mean, I get like everybody's like, well, you know, it's weird. I think they sleep in separate rooms, and I'm like, I don't. Right. <laughs> Once you've been married, like you get it. Like, I understand but, it. So uh, she was like, hey, we're gonna go together. Well. Her house was bigger. Brinkley was at her house more. Yeah. Um, so it was like, hey, we'll move into my house. We'll get yours ready to get listed, and then we can get mine listed, and then we'll buy a house. So, of course, it was the hottest freaking market in the, market world. In the sure. world. It was just a night. But uh, we moved in. So the first <laughs> night I'm there, like I, my wife literally is like, I have like this little bit of closet for your stuff and two drawers. Yeah. So that's like. Okay. I'm moving into the hotel room. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like, toiletries, and I'm like, okay. Well, I guess if I need more clothes, I'll just go to my house and get them. But uh, you know, I was like, I think I still like taking stuff home to do laundry in our sure. first month of being married. But uh, <laughs> that's so funny. the first night I'm there, um, she kicks the dog out of bed because the dog had been shacking up with her the whole time, mm. and I'm like, well, that ain't happening. Yeah, I'm like no, it's me, you, dog. Animals are outside. Well, the dog is just like. Who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Guy? The Who's cat, this Sean the guy. Like, okay, the cat that figures out like why well, you just come in and out of this room. What are you doing? Like, well now the door's closed. Like the door just been open. Sure. So Brinkley's like, what? You know. So I hear Brinkley in her bedroom across, and she's just she have a tough time. I get it. And she yeah. says, "How long is this going to go on for, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> How long heard, is he going to be here? Like, yeah, like we yeah. were married." Yeah. <laughs> like the day after we got married. Like, well, How long is this guy going to be sticking it's around? It's going to be a while. Like, yeah. we, we got married and we stayed at the van and then went on our honeymoon. So we've been, we were back like this is probably the fifth or sixth day. We've been married. And uh, yeah, and, and I come in and my, Marla's just kind of like, this is going to be pretty hard for her. Yeah. So, yeah. And, it, and it, it has been, I think, for both of us. Um, sure. I've done a lot of things that have been unfair to her. And just, you know, uh, I'm much more laissez faire, but then I. I'll get into it more when I talk about, but I've learned that uh, I'm better off not saying anything. Yeah, spiting my tongue. Mm. Her mother will punish her. Yeah, I'm not yeah. her dad. But so what she tra- I try to get from me is all right. Let's stay on focus on our tasks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will tell her to clean up. You know, like, please put your trash away. Sure. I mean, right. not asking for like the world here. The world right. here. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to be like you might be a better roommate if you do this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. exactly. College. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm You're going to make more friends. Yeah, because I told her like <laughs> bring her into an impersonation of your college roommate on the first day. And she's like, what's that? And I go, I'd like a transfer. Yeah, no and she shit. She's like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And I go, well, they you can, will. I go, they go to the transfer. house next door. Yeah, and she's like, oh, they can. I go, yeah. I go, well, what if you make like moving with your best friend and they hate you within like three minutes? Because that is totally possible with how messy you are. Yeah, I know. I don't know. And it's like, oh my god, but. But uh, she's done better. She was also at she was at Catholic school when we first started, mm. and I grew up at Catholic school. Yep. But I had no interest in sending. The you paid reason, for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> I did pay for Jesus. I paid for the guilt of Jesus. It worked. Yeah, it worked. It really uh, took. But uh, Roxy, so when we got married, it was the COVID year. Yeah. Roxy went to Catholic school that year because they were open. Because COVID, yeah, they were open yeah. during COVID. I mean, yeah. I would if if you were at the Rotary. Uh, social at Vandevort when the night that they announced it, I went on like a two hour rant about fucking rocket five, fuck this, fucking that. Like, this is stupid. This is bullshit. Like, and I'm like, yeah, call my ex and said, How much money you got? How much money I got? We're putting her in Catholic school. Sure. And it's actually, it was, she was going to be in first grade. I'm like, I can't teach her to read. 
Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Brinkley was in uh, already at seas at that point. Her, oh, wow. Her father had put her in seas when he was Catholic. He's now Jehovah's Witness. So just let that one sit. Yeah, yeah. Um, or he's back <laughs> with the Jehovah's Sure, yeah. sure. Let's put it that way. But uh, so she, Brinkley had not really liked Catholic school the whole time. Did not like no, it? No, it was like mm. the amount of homework that this girl had. Just stupid. Yeah. Like, just beat her down. Marlo was working single mom, so Brickley was, like, really miserable. She was really nervous about getting out. Well, she went to Wilder. There were kids in the neighborhood. Mm. Uh, one of Marlo's best friends, they have a son the same age as Brinkley. They were in the same class. Nice. So now That's they're in, helpful. Now yeah. they're in Having peers. Sixth yeah. grade together. Oh, yeah. But now he's a boy, so, you know. Can't yeah. talk to boys, Sean. No. You, oh, really? You can't. Yeah. Like, why not? Not at that age. It's yeah. so weird. It's like it is. I get it. Cracks me up. I want to. She's like, we're gonna have a dance, and I'm like, well, isn't the dance just gonna be girls on one side, boys on the other? Because that's what I'm seeing. Yep. Yeah. And I'm for like, sure. and that doesn't end until you're like a junior in high school. Yeah. Or, or yeah. still high to school. this day. Or still <laughs> to this day. We're in a Rotary Club. You're 50. I'm 35, or about to be. And uh, you're not 50 yet either. Sorry. And it's still guys sitting at tables oh, and yeah. gals sitting at tables. It's still bad. So I always sit with the ladies. I know, and we try to. Do a better. <laughs> well, and I've realized that the women that are the funner women, the broads in our broads. The, that we have, the, the, I hope our Rotary group listens well, to this episode. They will after great, that comment. There's some great ladies. Oh, in there, there are absolutely awesome sense of humor, and I can sit with them and make the worst joke, and they don't care. Yeah, and then uh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Some of the other gals in our group are like, "Oh my god!" This oh my god, Shawnee won't stop. He's a jerk. What do you got? I'm like, this is why I go to this club is to make these comments. All <laughs> oh, right, but yeah. no, so. That's really been the hardest. I mean, it's been hard. I think Marla's had a Marla's been better at it because her Roxy's younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brinkley didn't really know her parents together at all. Roxy yeah. didn't either. But Brinkley got like five years of her and mom, yeah, yeah. kind of against the world. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here's another. They guy. both have had issues with like, all right, I'm a I'm a single child, right. Now I have a sibling. I think it's much better to get all that crap out of the way when they're your kid's age. Sure. Where it's like, yeah. they don't... Then, they don't know any different, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it's still like an adjustment, right? Eight or nine, and it's like... The all of a sudden, there's another kid. Sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was... That, I think, has been the biggest thing. Um, Brinkley vocalized things like, I, I don't want to leave the house I'm in, even though I'm like, but we're moving to a much yeah. nicer house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're going to have, like, your own room. You're going to have a yeah, playroom. You're going right? to have, like... I, I miss this house. I really miss it. And I'm just like... And then I realized Sentimental. that's just Fair a enough. lot of stuff. That's how she deals with stuff. Sure. That's yeah. What she's saying. She didn't really mean it. Yeah. Because I, I took a lot of it like that. Um, but it has been different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for it's, sure. It's a lot different. And that's part of the reason we were like, let's put them in counseling. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, yeah. No, you you know, you mentioned there that uh, kids' ages have to make adjustments and whatnot. Um, because, uh, well, it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday we went to a birthday party. And my kids, again, you mentioned they were young. Yeah. And they were the youngest two kids there. Um, at a ba- it was like at a trampoline park or well, something, right? it was right? at Urban Air, which is like nuts. They have like the zip line, the trampolines, yes. like oh, all this crazy nice. stuff. My oldest isn't even three yet. And this is for a 10-year-old's <laughs> birthday party. Granted, it was his cousin, so it's like, you know, you, you got to go. You have to sure. go to the cousin, right? But, I mean, super proud of him because, like, they had the, the big table there for all the kids to sit at. And he just hopped in there and sat with all the older kids. And he's trying to talk to this awesome. other kid that's, like, 10 years old right next to him. He's not even three. And this 10-year-old doesn't even know what he's saying. You know, he's, like, it's okay. blabbering. He's still talking to his but buddy. But I'm, like, you know, proud friends. of him. Um, it's like me and but, Sean. Again, all these older kids. <laughs> 
all these older parents me and Allie are the youngest parents there and we're like you know this is you know this is fun you know don't you guys were the oldest parents there no we were the youngest, youngest parents, parents there, there. Got right it. and so it's like there wasn't it, somebody who had a kid at like 23 yeah no <laughs> that's like my math was off yeah, like, yeah. but uh but yeah so it was, it was, it was kind of funny um you know how it worked out and was this little i don't want to say tough to relate to because you know we all have kids but it was just different i guess you know? sure and so sean you're an older guy with younger yeah, kids. Yeah, I'm mean, a much older That's guy. That's a generous way so, of saying yeah. it. He's an had, older guy. I mean, You're an old you, man. Have you, <laughs> I have a totally I'm not, I'm not that mean. <laughs> I have a birthday party story, too. Uh, Roxy was in kindergarten. And okay. this, I think this was the first one I had to go to. It was my weekend. Yeah. So it was like, hey, you're taking her. Okay. <laughs> and I, Pushing all the this other on ones you. have been You're with up, mom, big boy. So, okay. And it was at, uh, uh, what's the, uh, oh, it's not Dan Kenny. It's the other one out of down at uh, on oh, Chesterfield. 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 Yeah. There you go. The swimming. It was a swimming deal. So yeah. Roxy goes. Those are the uh, we parties. go there with yeah. the parents. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I walk in. Everybody there looks like they're 11. That's a parent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For me. And then, uh, so there's. <laughs> I was like, the 11 year old parent. Yeah, God, parents, like, parents in their like, 20s. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, yeah. And everybody, you know, they're dressed like 20 year olds. I'm like, sure. Young people. In a, and I was like, uh, okay. Well, I start talking to this woman. But, and uh, I was like, oh, who, which kid is yours? Oh, that's my granddaughter. She's a year older than me. <laughs> Get out. Are you serious? So I'm like, where's the mother? I go, where's the mother? She goes, she's getting off her shift at Brahms. No. <laughs> yeah, that so, sounds about right. Brahms right across the street from Chester. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Brahms exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, well, then I start doing the math in yeah, my yeah. brain. I'm like, well, these kids are like five. So wait a second, you're like 45. Well, how old you? You know, I'm just like, yeah. And then I wanted to be. I this like, math ain't math. I wanted to be like, oh, I guess the, your granddaughter wasn't planned either. Was right. Uh, <laughs> like, but yeah. So there's a lot of. It is funny though. There are in her class now, over at Field, there's a gal that I dated in high school. Her daughter's in the class. Who's a year uh, younger? Uh, isn't that oh, funny? Wow. Yeah. And I'm just like. God, you were really old when you had this kid. Like, yeah. Like, what? Well, it, th that's one of those things that Liv and I, we talked about when we were having kids. Because, like, I've got friends that graduated from college and started having kids. I mean, mm -hmm. immediately thereafter. They're so smart. Right. I've got one of, one of my right? best. For real, though. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. one of my best buds is 34, and he's got four. And the oldest one, Cooper, is almost ten. Oh, and so like well, you got to do that to have four, dude. I know, oh, and, that, and that's the thing. You can't. You, what's, what's the joke about drinking all day? You can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. Yeah. Well, you can't have kids young unless you start way young. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like seeing where like Liv and I were in our relationship as compared to where John and Jill were nearly a decade ago and it was like holy shit I, I, in my early 20s I couldn't have functioned as a parent hey, don't, I, and don't, I know that about I think myself. you say that yeah. you say that I don't think maybe it makes you more that. mature I, I don't think know. it just changes you sure well, that's probably fair I mean that's why they say like I mean men that have kids are better employees because they freaking go to work mm -hmm. oh yeah I mean uh, so I think it just changes you I don't hate that well, thought I process I think go that's back fair. to uh, Sean's dad hack you know don't compare yourself <laughs> to other people's time yeah well okay. well I would I just say I encourage <laughs> I have encouraged all my cousins nice work that yeah. are like in relate like once oh. I, you know, like that are younger Dude, you need to start popping those puppies out. I mean, how cool yeah. would it be to have kids out of the house at 40 years old? Now, we've got well, some friends. Okay, 45. 45 Here's my, or 50. Yeah. My age now, it's like not yeah. unheard of. Yeah, well, no, I mean, we've got some buds that we've got one guy in particular who he is I mean, two years. 50 before he's, my kids are out. Yeah, he's my age, and he's two years away from being an empty nester. Wow. It's good for him. It's crazy. Uh, it's he's Yeah, he's nine months older than me, and he's got a 
now they're stepkids, but still, he's he's got two or three years before well, he's an empty nester buddy, in his early forties yeah, or late late thirties. Has jealous. Got, has steps that are like we're seventeen when he got married to the yeah. mom, and I'm like. And then he would try to give me parenting advice or tell me about something like, it's like nah, dog, you, missed, like, you babysat. Totally different. That's like you showed up at the end of the game and took credit for the win. <laughs> well, it's like the, it's one a, shot. It's, that's like that's like the team manager getting the the, the, the ring, right? Like, like the team uh, manager gets the same Super Bowl ring I mean, uh, that the quarterback I, does. My wife raised these kids, you know, on her own for 17 years. But I came in and guided them right out of high school. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they were going on their own, dude. Like the ki- one of the kids got like a presidential scholarship to Mizzou. I'm like, I don't think you had anything to do. Yeah, with that. I'm pretty sure you don't get to take credit for <laughs> I that. that. I did all that. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so we're talking about parenting and stuff. Um, you're a comedy fan, and I know that, of course, your favorite comedian is Jeff Foxworthy. I know how you are. You're a big comedy guy. <laughs> I did That's, not know that was your favorite. Uh, that is not okay. my favorite. So <laughs> I also know you have an. I, I know it's not. I'm just fucking with you. But I know that you have, and there's another good story that I want you to tell, but you know you're a parent when, but I, mm. I happen to know, tell the story nice. about when you guys found out you were going to be a parent, because I know that there was when, some the- when, uh, what she told me, uh-huh. oh, I, I can tell you this. I, got, I was coming back from Notre Dame. Yeah, was on this a is the story. Florida. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we've been dating four or five months. Mm-hmm. I don't. It was. I just had my 40th birthday like a couple weeks earlier, and I pull. I drive it pulling into my house, and her car is there. And I'm like, well, this is weird. <laughs> just so excited to see you. Yeah. Just yeah, so like, excited. You're I'm just home. like, huh, okay. And then uh, <laughs> just tells me she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's crying. I think I might have cried. But uh, it was like not tears of joy, but it was uh, tears of confusion tears and of mass confusion. <laughs> uh, tears of mass we're gonna confusion. tears of we're, you know the Chris Rock joke is uh, so what are we gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> and I think I may have, uh, but I did not say that because I am not pretty pro life. So I was like, all right, well, this is it. This is what God. I mean, I basically said this is God's plan. Yep. Like, yep. So if here you we always, go. If you say that to yourself, there's a lot of crap you just accept. Yep. Um, which I was like, all right. Stephanie was adamant about it and uh it was fine but where i screwed up was thinking that i could create like to have a real working marriage or a real relationship sure you have to actually be in a relationship for a while and build a foundation i agree with that assessment because the moment you have children everything you did before then is completely inverted oh, yeah. because all women all women when they become others are half insane so you have to uh be able to don't say that to <laughs> your children's mother. Well, well, well Marlon and I talk about this. This is a dad now, podcast. Yeah. It's different. Marlon and I argue about this now because we weren't together about baby monitors. Because we, Stephanie and I did not use a baby monitor. Did you really? No, we had our kid was across the hall with the well, door that, open. That, uh, that also makes sense. Like, yeah, sure, sure, like, sure, sure. Well, we, part of it was it just didn't work right. But it, we turned it <laughs> We tried and it failed. Well, he's, yeah. he's an old dad. Technology's <laughs> no, hard, okay? On, and it would just be loud and it was annoying. And sure. Stephanie kind of sleep like, here, guys. Stephanie kind of was like, why don't we just turn this off? I'm like, all right, let's let's just turn it off. Done. Done. Marla is like, I would watch video for hours. I needed to do every, you know, I, and I'm like, oh my God, how did you sleep? Like, what? She, uh, well, I didn't. I got, <laughs> she and didn't. Like, and then I always would tell people, you know, for like millennia, people lived without these things. No, I know. Absolutely. And all I'm right. like, all right. they do is add more stress. Yeah. So that was like one parenting thing that we sort of agreed on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was just, yeah, when I found out it was not 
how I thought it would be. Let's put I didn't, it that way. I, that's perfect. Well, and I didn't tee that story up right. I was thinking more along the lines of the uh, the explosive welcome, welcome story. to Parenthood. Yeah, welcome to Parenthood. Welcome to Parenthood. <laughs> and this is some good advice that I got from uh, Larson's Sean Larson's wife. Amy, yeah, which is if you are uncomfortable with piss, poop, and vomit. Don't be a parent. That's my welcome to parenthood. <laughs> goes, yeah. You yep, will be, yep, you will be over. You'll be over that so fast. You won't even believe it. Yeah. Because she tells oh, stories about like so accurate. Oh my god, my kid's gonna poop. I'm just gonna catch it with my hand or like, and I'm like, that's kind of gross. Well, Man, so Roxy, Roxy was like two, and then you're picking it up yeah. off the floor because your yeah, kids. Okay. I'm trying to think how old day. Roxy was. She was like one or two. She was two, I think. I picked her up from her grandparents, and they live off. So they were taking back road. We were right by Cooper Park. Yeah. And she had acted really weird that day about me picking her up. So she couldn't, like, verbalize. But she just, like, didn't want to go. She didn't feel good. So we get in the car. We drive, like, halfway home. All of a sudden, just throws up. And I mean Boom. throws up, like, her full body weight and vomit. Oh, shit. And she's in the car seat. So, you know, just. It's just, yeah, it's just holding it all in there for everywhere. her. Yeah. It's on her. It's in the car seat. It's a day like today. It's freezing and cloudy. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. But I do have a change of clothes, mm. like in the car. Well planned. What a dad! I, I did am. it. Way to go, me. <laughs> I left this bag in here from four weeks ago. So, but I had a Buick Regal at the time. So I take her out, take the car. I just end up taking her out of the car seat. Car seats. You're just like, oh my god. What I happens? Put, open up my trunk and just put her in the trunk, and I'm trading. And I'm like, like changing her, her out. Her sure. Seat. Yeah. Right. This So I just lay her in the front seat, put a seatbelt over, her, and just be like, stay. There. <laughs> We're going, Stay, don't yeah, move. We're don't move. Listen, listen, we're, we're problem like, solving right now. The thing okay. Is, I've told this story so much in front of my daughter. My daughter will tell me she remembers this. Uh, Does she really? Yeah, she'll be like, oh, Daddy, remember funny. the time I threw up? Yeah. And, the, and you're like, Well, you don't remember, really remember that. But also, yeah. please keep telling it. It's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that would be funny. But it's, from like, her. Yeah. it's like, you're not, you, once you get used to the, uh, Chaos. The stuff that comes out of your kids, yeah. you're just like, Oh, whatever. whatever. Well, I mean, we, we joked about it a couple yeah. weeks ago. We let Elsie run around naked for whatever reason after like a shower or or after we changed the diaper and this kid's still doing it she just popped a squat and shit in the floor like just in the middle of the floor and of course Liv is just Liv is half laughing half yelling for me to come in here and look at this because Elsie has just dropped a perfectly spherical little turd on the floor and it's like oh my god but I just remember we did uh, we did cloth diapers Oh. oh, see, that's something wow. I couldn't. We that's talked about it. We oh talked about it. I couldn't get a whole podcast. You right? save a Shit. ton of money. You save a ton of money. Well, cloth diapers up till about two. Till she mm. was uh, about the last year we were doing. Sports. Yeah. But uh, I, it's when they're just going mustard. Before they, it was before they still eating food. Of course. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. So it was goo just, and mustard. No, she said mustard Jesus and it, dude, it hit a spot. <laughs> yeah. I got a story on that. It's yellow yeah. mustard. Yeah. Well, the sink that we. You don't realize how toxic this stuff is. Mm-hmm. So the sink that we used, I basically had to like repair it because you're just washing. It just ate through the seals yeah, in the bottom. The stuff that comes so out acidic. Of is so acidic. <laughs> you're like you're like uh, the chrome on this doesn't really look right anymore. And, uh, <laughs> just chewed the chrome did, off a so bumper. We Shit did that forever. It was, they, when I when I think clock divers, I think like the ones my mom had the '70s. Sure, but uh, the ones they have now are. Awesome. Well, see, all I'm thinking of is the ones that mom used to dust like countertops no, exactly. and shit, and that's no. the way my brain no, goes like, to. They're like 
waterproof and stuff on the outside, so you just snap them. Oh, wow, that really? It's like a real diaper, except... Uh, it's just, just something you can wash. Just, except you have to scrape the shit off and wash <laughs> them. Yeah, so the, once they start having like real <laughs> deposits... You're like you're like okay. How committed I am to this? No right? kidding. And it turns into I'm we we started going regular. Not at all. Yeah. It was uh, dude. We got it. I mean, this I didn't pay for diapers over two years. I love no. that. So, what was your what was your thing on the mustard deal? Yeah, like, the mustard I, man. That actually, really I've hit home. not talked about that. I want to hear. We that. have it. Um, and so, man, mustard. That's a perfect description for it. So this is just when we had Liam. Liam was probably like six eight months old. We went down to Corpus Christi to see one of our good friends. And we went out to dinner, and we were going to go take family pictures on the beach after that, right? Uh, so we it's pull up. you're so good looking. We, we get pull it. up to this place to have dinner, and I just ha- happen to hop out, and I'm I'm going to go grab Liam in the mm. car seat, right? Still facing backwards, has this cute little like overall. Got his uh, picture linen, outfit on. Little, yeah, he got his picture outfit yeah, on. Overall linen, overalls on, right? And I go to grab him. Wasn't really paying attention just because you know you're used to grabbing your kids out. Yeah. I go to grab him, and I just feel this sticky, wet stuff yeah. on my hands. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah. I just, I Get just, in there. I, I look Get at Allie, there. and I'm like, I'm going to need help. It's up to his <laughs> armpits. <laughs> Both armpits. We take yeah. we take him out of this car seat. I mean, yeah, dude, it's just shit all oh, the way up back. his back into his armpits. Nice. And we're like, how do little children what? produce right? that much like, shit? What like, do we, just, I'm just holding him, like, just thinking, like, the eighth what do you do? World. But you're, you're a parent. It's like, you got to you you do, do something, something about it. You can't just leave it. Like, yeah, you have you no hear, other choice. When I hear people that are like, oh, that's just gross, I'm like, you haven't been Talk there. Talk to me in six months. Yeah, yeah. You haven't been there, right? Yeah. Like, you just, it's, yeah. it is. Your your point is so well taken that like, I I didn't go like I made an active choice to not go like the medicine route or anything like that <laughs> in my professional career because I hated blood and shit and all of that stuff so much yeah, yeah. and then so, i became welcome. a parent it's like oh maybe i could have done this like right. like maybe i could have actually gone that yeah. route and been How just fine to it is but it's i mean i mean I, i'm wiping shit off my oh, hands dude. on a daily basis oh, yeah. like, and, and it yeah. just is what it is that's how I, in that situation i put i put liam down like in our in my truck and like i take my hands away and mustard on the hands and i'm just like it's a good day i Notice a stack of books yeah, sitting next to you here. I mean, you were a teacher at one point. Yeah. The professor is in. I know you have a full presentation that you wanted to offer yeah, to the decent dads of the world. <laughs> yeah, on the projector, the, yeah, those kind of slides. Yeah. So was that a generational I just joke? want. Yes, it was. That was absolutely a generational thing. It was a generational. Uh, got a flip chart. Exactly, but a flip chart. Nice. It's okay. Well, Sean, what do you got for us, pal? I know you have well, a full deal. This actually ties into the, your podcast. Because a lot of this started once I had a kid. Yeah. So I had a kid, and uh, I, I read a lot, and I need to. And I was going to say like, you're a reader. You're a library. Yeah, guy. I do a lot of reading. So uh, I w- was working at Barnes and Noble part time. Yeah. And I picked up. This was the first book I got. A guy named Leonard Sachs. I highly recommend it. It's called Girls on the Edge. Okay. Um, it, it's more applicable to older girls. I read this when Roxy was like two. Okay. But it's coming to play. It's very good. But uh, I need to read that one. Well, Girls on the Edge. It covers okay. three things: sexual identity, uh, cyber type stuff mm-hmm. because and then uh obsessions girls can are more likely if you ever watched girls the tv show yeah where she would do the eights her ocd oh sure um girls are more liable to get addicted to patterns i see this with my oldest and some stuff really um than boys are so uh, it's a their anxiety can focus that way it talks about that so this was older stuff and i'm like oh okay this is pretty good no. well, then i went and taught high school 
And I was like, I walked into a high school. <laughs> the whole said, mentality changed. I walked into high school and I said, oh, this will be awesome. They'll be fun. Like, high schools are quiet now. Um, the kids are, like, infinitely different would be the, my explanation okay. when really? I was walking into a high school. I was like, you know, so I went and did some research like everybody else does. Um Everybody else. When they, well, when you're starting <laughs> a new career. Cumulative of like 2,500 <laughs> well, pages worth right, of I'm research. Like, this stack of books. Yeah, <laughs> well, can you? When, uh, so, this book, so this gal, you guys remember the Bling Ring? Did you ever see that movie? Or do you remember the, the Pretty Wild on E? I remember, I remember the I name know. Pretty Wild, okay. but I don't know the Bling Ring so thing. The, this, Nancy just sells wrote an article about the Bling Ring. This was kids who in like 08 and 09 were monitoring Twitter for celebrity postings and then breaking into their houses. Oh, there's I, a Netflix documentary on that. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. It, got, got it. Got it. Got yep. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. She wrote, and I was fascinated by that story because every guy I worked with at the bank, we watched Pretty Wild because yeah. it was the most effed up show. We mm-hmm. were just like, what is this? So um, she wrote this. Well, she then went a deep dive and it was basically about how our kids are using the technology in a different way than was kind of probably prescribed. <laughs> or, yeah, or how it was originally Fair. like so, in- intended. Yeah. Each, cha- each chapter is an age, and each uh, chapter focuses on a different uh, product. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Interesting. YouTube. So there's articles about... It's like, called American Girls, Social lives. Media, and the Secret Lives of Teenagers. It came out 16, Nancy so it's already Sales. out of date because it doesn't right. have Snapchat TikTok. or TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Sounds like Nancy needs to get on an addendum. Come on, Nancy. It's easily write another book about But it was fascinating to me was... Meeting girls who started out to is all about the you won't you'll see this when your daughter when your daughter gets older mm-hmm. makeup tutorials they become yep. obsessed with like make watching people really? make up oh yeah or the reveal like the uh, I went shopping today look at all the look stuff at my, I, my my shopping haul my oh hall, yeah the haul yeah. so wow. sometimes there's toy hauls when they're real little yep. yeah and it turns so into yeah. so it's all about this kind of stuff that's being modeled they're like well what are our kids watching. Um, but the one thing that this book, and then this went into when I started teaching, this is a book on tech addiction. Yeah. And I was like, every one of these mofos that I'm teaching is an addict, but nobody will friggin' admit it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, We're yeah. all addicts. Yeah, we are. 100%. Um, and yep. you read this book, and then you pair it with this. This is one thing they won't tell you. Everything in tech was designed by a guy to trap a woman. Interesting. Every one of these apps is a female trap. Really? So there's a reason your wife sits on Facebook for hours. Yeah. It, it's fair. More sensory, yeah. More thing. sensory stuff with her than it does guys. Mm. There's where you know when guys are doing other. They're getting addicted to other stuff, porn. But <laughs> well, um, a whole other. That was the other part yeah. of it. Well, there's stories in this one that are really fascinating about a tech addiction because it's really hard to break tech addiction. Sure. It's not like going cold turkey and tech addiction is literally impossible. Well, it's almost like it's well, at your fingertips and you exactly. have to have it. So yeah. they yeah. follow guys. A lot of the stories are really on young men that go to college and become gamers and sure. like just friggin' are done. Well, they can't really ever go back to college again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to completely re-up the way they live because they because the idea of them sitting around with their buddies playing tech, the next thing you know, it's Wednesday. So, yeah. and, and they started on a Sunday. I can't beat on my kids for a lot of this stuff. I can't beat on this generation. We've created all this stuff. Well, what, you know, parents, we're parents. We can end this. Mm-hmm. But the school system basically will allow phones, especially when they become in high school, phones in the classroom. Uh, they, they're, they're, iPads. They're, I've had that thought. Everybody the school, gets iPads, yeah, everybody gets right? a Chromebook. So the, school, Chromebook. the go, yeah. school district is literally the drug dealer when mm-hmm. it comes to tech addiction because they're giving them tech and it's every kid gets it well every kid no matter what their socioeconomic status has a cell phone 
Yeah. And they have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody which says. Is crazy. Which is nuts. The poorest and kid it, you know has an iPhone yeah. 5. Well, and it's younger and younger five, and younger. Yeah. Like I mean, 15. It, yeah. it, but no, but it'll be a yeah. beat up yeah. hunk of crap. But, but it still they, works. It still works. It still has Facebook and YouTube and all that crap on it. They can get on Snapchat because I used to call it the Snapchat fight. Which is, I'd be teaching a class, 10 a.m. Mr. Gallagher, I got to go to the bathroom. And you just heard, like, beep, beep, beep on their phone. And it was literally somebody commenting on a Snapchat post. Uh, and they were going to settle it. Wow. because And it's like, of course. dude, this is insanity. It's Isn't never that funny? Ending. And it, um, we don't talk about any of this. We don't, yeah. I sit around with the dudes. The dudes aren't horny way in high yeah, school. Yeah. They're not horny at all. They're like, oh, and I'm like, that was the horniest yeah, time. Like, <laughs> that was the no, horniest time. Horny all, I'd say college, because but yeah. if you meet a high school <laughs> kid now, yeah. he's spent. He's uh, literally jerked himself into a coma. Because it's well, all just everything it's, on it's social 20, media and everything else. Seven. Well, yeah. isn't it funny though? Like when we were in high school, it was like, if you had a problem with another guy, it was physical, mm. right? You did something physical, and now it's all, it's all verbal, verbal, verbal or, or online. Or digital. How do you want to look at it? Violence. Verbal is violence. Verbal is violence. So yeah, I went more into that, but then this is the book that really. Basically, and I recommend this book. It's iGen by a woman named Jean Twangy. Um, okay. She is called is like a generational sociologist. So she's 60 years old now. So she has written a book on Gen X, a book on millennials, oh, and wow. a book on Gen Z. Yeah, so she's seen the full gamut. So nice. she's seen the full gamut. She's got charts wow. and statistics. Well, that's rebellious. So that's good. Huh. We go back now to the way our kids, the way we, I was raised, I was definitely raised this way. You guys probably had some of this. In high school, there used to be rites of passage that you would do. Driver's license. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dating. Yep. Drinking. <clears throat> yeah. You would, you would at least have your first beer. Oh, yeah. In high school. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not me. I was a saint. Um, then uh, the <laughs> He other still drinks is, water to this day. You know, <laughs> when the average age of people losing their virginity is 16, mm. you know, a lot of people in high school have had a sexual experience in high school. And yeah. the last one is work. Absolutely. Right, it's yeah. work. So everybody, so yeah. she's got charts that go back to starting in like the late 70s. So in the early 80s, they were the riskiest generation by far. So if you know somebody who graduated high school in like 82, 83, mm-hmm. they were more likely to be fucking drinking, working, dry, like drunk driving. Doing all of was the that things. You, Sean? Uh, was no, you? I was after that. Dude, <laughs> okay. well, when I was in high school, I think about this. So David Castellan was a guy Catholic who was a junior or senior in high school, died in a drunk driving accident when I was in eighth grade. Okay. okay. And uh, I mean, like the community of the Catholic school. Well, at the Catholic school, that's a big but deal because that was school, so many. every school, this happened all the time. Sure. Right. Unfortunately, um, there were yeah. There a lot really of kids did. that died in car accidents when I was in high school. When I was teaching, you never heard about it. Yeah. Ever. Well, it turns out kids, you know, 77% of kids drove in high school when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Now it's like half that. It, that is an interesting thing because I'm in the insurance business and we see that on the insurance side yeah. where, where at 16... The day you turned 16, you went to get your yeah, license. Right. Whereas we're finding on my side of the business that people are waiting until they're 18, yeah. they're 19, they're 20, before they even go get their permit, let alone get their license. And, uh, it's fascinating to well, see how that just is not it, a if thing. If you don't get your license, all of a sudden, it's pretty hard to get to that job. Oh, absolutely. Because, which then, which then shortens so, everything else. Yeah. Shortens everything out. So now you have a whole generation of kids, especially over at, like I would call, upper middle class achievers, mm-hmm. who never work a job. Until they graduate college. Yeah. So, like, they go walk into the law firm. And that's their, and first, that's their first job. And yeah. it's like, hey, guess what? 60 hours a week. And this kid's probably never done, you know, 60, anything for 60 hours Mm-mm. ever. No. So, no. Um, it's it is like, interesting. We we all worked. I mean, I worked fast food. Worked at the mall. Yep. I worked at the mall. There Absolutely. were all these jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie Hollister. theater. Park board. I worked a couple of jobs. One of them was Hollister. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's wrong with that? It's a great we, job. No, me and him worked Boy, at we Hollister. We both worked at Hollister. Uh, That's a great job. Well, though. one of us kept their model looks, and the other one got yeah. fat. Um, <laughs> we'll let you guess. Uh, it was Bryant. Yeah. Bryant moved out to the XL store down the road. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, Hollister XXL. It doesn't but, quite exist. So you're not doing that. Well, the reason guys worked was to get money. Why'd yeah. you get money? To get laid. Yeah, to get a car to go on dates. So to go on dates. Well, nobody dates anymore. At all, mm-hmm. it's right. It's, that's what I've heard. It, I'm is, like, groups. So it is groups. It is groups. Group I'm in a relationship. You are. What do you do? Do you ever do anything as a date? Well, everything now dating just means sex. Everything has yeah. been reduced to sex, which is wild. So is you know, if you're in a real relationship, sex is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But there's like 99 other st- things that are going to make them. In a <laughs> it's going to make it work or not? Yeah. Right? There's, yeah. there's yeah. more, yeah. more to a relationship than that. Than anything else. So yeah. That's a great um, point. Yeah. So they're not like meeting other people. That's why when I talk about like my match experience, I did everything I should have done when I was in my twenties. Yeah, I should have been actively meeting and dating as many different people as possible <laughs> to learn what you like and Just, learn yeah. what fits. Yep. And, yeah. and uh, yep, that's great. Point. By doing that, you you get a better idea. It makes you a, get, don't get me wrong. Get, you get you get over no faster. Mm. Being told no is a you have to learn it if you want to. If you, how is anybody going to succeed in sales? That's, that's what I was getting ready to say. say. Yep. We're, in, we're in sales jobs. We sales. understand that so thought process. That's part of it. And then the other part is like everybody kind of had their first drink in college and maybe their first breakup yeah, yeah. in high school. Yeah. Well, now this is all happening in college. College is not set up for that. College is set up for you're you to be away able to from your, your own crap. Well, you're away from your home support yeah. system. You're away yep. from it's, your your comfort if zone. A, sure. If you're a young girl and it's your first heartbreaking breakup, it's much better to have mom and mom at home, and you're sleeping in your bed 100%. to deal with that than yep. to be in a dorm with whatever else is right. going a on. A stranger you met six months ago. Your first, girls, your yeah. first yeah. drinking yeah. experience to where you're like, I never drank anything. You go and you just get waylaid drunk it'd be better to do that and wake up in your own bed at home and have your parents be like what'd you learn than to be in college and freak out and be so college colleges are having to deal with the fact that everybody that's showing up now is like an eighth grader from 1983 (laughs) which is wow like socially that's what i mean what an interesting like observation too this stuff is uh and then this plays into well what created this well when I was raised, you know, I was the generation. I mean, I'm Gen X. I'm o- I'm older than other people. Oh. Like I didn't have my parent. My dad was gone all the time. Mm-hmm. But my parents had active social lives that we got drugged to. Yep. Which oh, yeah. the complete reverse now is all the child activities drive the socialization, and that's why you see people that don't have. <sighs> Admittedly, kids. he's not. He's he's absolutely that's right. Yeah, I've never people thought about that. Don't have kids, yeah. especially kids in bigger. Parties. Yeah. If you think about if Sports, you go to go to yeah, Rotaract. Right? And all the people right now that don't have kids, and they'll be like, I don't want to have kids because look at all the crap they have to do. Well, my parents never looked at it that way because it was like, well, my life doesn't really necessarily change except for right. better. Yeah. Right. Like, because yeah. I go, my parents played softball yeah. Thursday nights from 1980 to 1990. And you were at the games in the dugout. Not even in the dugout, dude. We just ran around. Like, my yeah, mom, right. You know where crazy. We were at. <laughs> my parents played softball yeah. so long, I played with them in high school. Like, I was on the team. Oh, that's time. awesome. I love that. And, cool, and it, yeah. But, uh, like, you know, my practice schedule when I was a kid was I think I had a practice a week, mm. and then the game was on Saturday morning. And that was every Y sport sure. yeah. until I got to junior high. Sure. And then, you, then you played And then it was games. organized. But, yeah, and then you but, played every day after school, and I started AU, and I did more. And by then, I was older. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if my dad – my I don't – no parents went to practice, like, and hung out. This is insane. Right, drop them off, and we're going to go – 
hang out for two well, hours. Well, yeah, exactly. I think my mom went and did errands. Yeah. Like, or uh, yeah. or I get on with my life. Yeah, right. I tell Marla all the time. I go, no kids. Hell yeah. I go, my, I found a way to stuff. Yeah. Like, we, people communicate and helped each other out. That didn't happen now. If you go to like Cooper, it's 17 moms in huge SUVs picking up one kid. Yeah. Oh. And. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, this is a lot different. Well, nobody wants to do it. I'm like, I'm not saying it was better then. I mean, there was a Just lot. different. It was a lot different. But a lot of that freedom, we grew up. We were not. A, we grew up. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think about high school me. I the worked. kids need that, right? I worked. My, I, could, I would just tell my parents, hey, I'm not coming home tonight. Okay. Like... They they knew they had enough faith in me not to be an scares idiot. the shit out of me right now. Yeah, but but right. I also understand that that you've got to be able to have that right. kind of you needed to have been able to it's have that, that kind of trust leash yeah. aspect yeah, of now, it. Right? How much leash now you if give you don't them? Let them right. How much rope? How much rope do you want to give them? Call. Now, you yeah. Have, yeah. now you have parents with kids in college who are meeting with their professors. Yeah, and like Get you the, know, no way. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. You're right. Oh yeah. So that is really what this book's about, and then that gets to the quote of. This is the one that came out after. I, I it wasn't in my original. It's called "The Coddling the American Mind." Uh, these Coddling. Are, these are yeah, two two professors, yeah. and they noticed the theme of her book is that in 2012 was the first year that teenagers had 50 percent of teenagers had iPhones. Yeah, mm, smart. Starting in 2012, phones, yeah. depression and everything else was shot up. I mean, and it's drastically different. And so her theory back to what you sure. talking about comparing her her correlation is right. what's the change? It's this stupid device that we all yeah. carry. Yeah. It's not good for anybody. Well, then these guys saw the same thing in college, where all of a sudden the kids are scared of words. You know, they're like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't want to tackle this subject. They're really insulated, and they see the same thing. And it's safetyism is kind of a name for it. But yeah. we heard of like helicopter parenting, but yep. now there's like snowplow parenting. Which is where you literally eliminate term, yeah. everything in the uh, way of no, sure. every obstacle. No. Just every push obstacle. it out. So like, no. yeah. So if your kid, no, I don't like that. Yeah. And I, being an old man parent, like if I want my kids to fail, I want them well, to fail. You want them to learn. learn. Yeah, is the better term. And, and for failure it, right? is a great yeah. way to learn. Yeah, because you can have a discussion. I mean, I had a lot of failure in my adult career. Right. Sure. I don't see any of these young people because I'm. I would look at it and be like. You know, you're going to get fired somewhere. Right? Yeah, this is, you, you fucked up. What did you learn from it? Well, and, right? and I would I always... Mean, absolutely. I would always yeah. draw an EKG and be like, okay, all of you think your life plan is this, where it's just ramping up. Right. Straight line. Right. The whole time, yeah. Yep. I said, it's really an EKG. And I go, nobody gives a shit how you behave at the top. Hmm. I go, you know, if you right. can't behave well while you're doing well... That's your own problem, but I go. The only thing that matters is how you react at the bottom. Yeah, how you yeah. respond when you have yeah, when, you, when you have adversity. Well, what's the what's the line? How do you what do you do when you fall down? You get right. yourself back you get up. up. So, yeah, I mean, and that's why I think it's better. I see it with two parent households. Mom and dad play different roles. Dads, good cop, bad cop, are the deal. pragmatic. Yeah. yeah, you know, mom is much more emotional and loving. Mm-hmm. That's who's the one giving hugs. Dad is the one going like, shake it off. Right. Yeah. Like, rub, rub some dirt, dirt on in it. Rub some You're dirt in go. it. You're going to go home. That And that is, and I think that what has happened in society in a way is we don't have enough dads yeah. just being like, but good grow dads, the, grow right? the F or decent, or decent dads. Whatever yeah. you call but you know what I mean? And like, absolutely. What ones I got? Oh, I just finished this one. Read it last week for the, before we got on the podcast. It's called Girls on the Brink. I heard these guys on a podcast. Oh, cool. A couple, um, but helping our daughters thrive in an era of increased anxiety, depression, and social media. Yeah, because I need to read that one. My oldest is kind of go- yeah, yeah like, right She there. has a smartphone. Yeah, she's got she has TikTok. 
Um, TikTok is the utter devil. I can't believe I had to take it off of my phone. I've never downloaded it. It is. I've never looked at it, but took it off my phone. The algorithm is problem is uh, completely different than like Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, it is. It basically creates an algorithm for you instead of responding to you. Mm -hmm. So it's almost propaganda. Like it's propaganda. Oh, it is. Hundred percent. Well, and it drives it drives confrontation. Within like twenty minutes, women can find like be just in deep holes of uh, anorexia and eating disorders. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's great for teen Yeah, girls. no. Yeah, uh, great. No. That's what I want to But I read this her. just to kind of be like, all right, I heard these gals talk because I have a daughter who's 12 who's entering that and it's like, what can I do? And one of the things, well, the most interesting fact I learned was that women have a sense of smell a hundred times better than the average man. I would agree have with that. Have you ever been around a pregnant woman? No, exactly. My wife all the time will be like, God, it smells in here. And I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Liv talks about that constantly. And I, I don't wash no my idea. towels near often enough for Liv because no. well, your towel stinks. You it's like, it. no, it's fine. What do you <laughs> wash a towel for? You dry off with that. Yeah. My wife literally refers to her nose as the sniffer. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that plays into part, but this anxiety. Part of this was basically about, okay, when your kids experience like ever, stress, whatever stress they're in changes their physical. So even... Sure. So... You know, Brinkley's at three when her parents. My both our kids were about two, three when our, we separated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, what kind of stress they felt, but they felt stress. So there's some sort of inflammation. Oh sure. There's some sort of reaction to that. Well, this is all about like, okay, hey, what can you do to kind of, you know, nothing cannot be overcome. Yeah. But it's reacting to it. And it's like, but basically, the bigger thing in this book was really just, I needed to do a better job of listening to my kid. Yeah. And instead right. of preaching yes. to them, listening to your kid, and and when they're yeah. old enough to actually. 100%. Well, say something. It's really the hardest part is when they're three and one. Dude. Yeah, and yeah, that, and that's so important because it's like you're saying all this, but then me and Brian, when we get to your stage of parenthood, right, it's going to be totally different, right? <laughs> there's going to be different apps. There's going to be different. Well, I'm I am thinking, and I, I am thinking that so Chat GPT or whatever yeah, sure. that AI yep. thing that came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think that may be the end of technology in schools. Because the I, only, d- I, I don't think you're wrong. Because, and I know where you're going to, with this. I think you're right. The only way to beat right. this thing is to remove tech and just yeah, say, yes. you know what? We're going to have to go back to handwritten papers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah write, yeah, write right? a yeah. review of Catcher in the Rye, right. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. by hand, hand and while you're paper. sitting in class. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. that's the only but way it's going to happen. That's what we did when we were in high well, school. Yeah. Right? And there's, I mean, a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of study that I would get into and argue with people about. You know, they... They're like, oh, the, the people need to understand tech. And I'm like, no, you don't need to understand tech. Everybody understands tech. Hey, if you especially could, our kids, right? Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was like, all of us work in industries that you don't really need a college degree to do anything of the things we do. Mm-hmm. No. But you better have soft skills, skills, man. Yeah. Well, and soft if you skills. don't have any yeah. soft skills, you're screwed. You will never be able to do this. I don't care if you're the smartest insurance guy on the planet. If you can't sit down yeah. and talk to a client... Get, you guess what? You're going to be an adjuster, or yep. you're going to be an you know you're be stuck behind a computer. Yep. Yeah, all right. Yep. And guess what? You're you're like if that's really what you want, which that's not what everybody wants. No, most people would well, want to be the the soft skill thing. I mean, that's something we talk about at from like a, a an economic development and a workforce development standpoint. Soft skills is the thing that are excuse me is the one thing that is the most difficult to teach because it is. It's it's difficult to put soft skills into a textbook. It's difficult well, to teach that in schools. Yeah, it, yep, it's learned. Right. It's, it's, it's watched. And it's I would seen. Say that sure. I was lucky enough. This is something that doesn't happen anymore. Um, when I grew up, I'd have to go down to Freistadt to my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Freistadt. And it was all. I know where that's at. It was all, you know, World War II vets and farmers hanging out. They have a beer festival down yeah, there. Yeah, relig- relitigating. Yeah. 
whatever they're relitigating. The, sure. The week in weather or World War II. <laughs> but we didn't have anything. My brother and I had nothing else to do. So eventually you just sit there and you observe. Mm-hmm. And you get to listen to all this stuff. Well, you see how adults interact. My dad took me on sales calls all the time yeah. when I was a kid. And, I mean, I was just I was seen. I was not heard. Yeah. And, but you see adult being an adult. You see being an adult is fun. Yeah. Like my dad did not go into it. wasn't my dad's job was might have been if it was stressful, I didn't see it. Exactly. Yes. You didn't and, know it. And uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now because I told Jerry Harmison this story. That's Judge Jerry Harmison. Judge right. Harmison. Hey, Judge. The Honorable. Yeah. Um, Jerry Harmison. I was explaining to him, I said, Jerry, you're a judge now. If, Je- if Jess was in high school right now, she would go, My dad's a judge. What, what do you do to become a judge? I don't know. Mm. Because no kid, I don't care, poor, rich, poor, middle class, whatever, has any idea what their parents do. Actually does. Actually yeah. does. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how any work works. Mm-hmm. That, and all that's been lost because they don't observe adults. Yeah. And they don't go to, we've got so much stuff to where it's like, well, it's kids only. It's all focused on the kids. Yep. And the adults are guiding yep. the play. Where it yep. used to be, the adults are going to go do yep. this. And then the kids are going to do their own shit. And they're going to go figure this stuff out. <laughs> right. and exactly. Like, and that gets into a whole other thing where... Those soft skills are learned negotiating yeah. with friends. Like, Preach. I don't want to play this. Uh, we're going to play soccer. Well, that you know, or yep. pick up basketball is a prime example. You call your own fouls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, can you imagine kids today? I can't imagine a high school kid yeah. playing pick up basketball because they'd be like, "Well, no, 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 no. I didn't fight. I, 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 right. You know, what are you? You're costing me. You know, you're, that's violence. Right? Um, yeah. I'm offended. I'm offended. Yeah. And they would storm right. out. Yeah. And but it's it's all that stuff, and it, we've kind of. It's not. I don't think it's that hard to go back to it, but I think it takes something like AI technology in the classroom to be like, maybe we should just go back to the way it was. Pen and paper, baby. Pen and paper. Because all that stuff that you learn is applied to your job. Sure. And you could teach anybody to actually do the nuts and bolts of a job. I agree. Yes. Absolutely. If they're they got to be well, insurance you got to be halfway interested. That's actually true. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I was, but I was, I was raised in it. I was born in it. Well, I get it. But I mean, I just say like, you couldn't do my job if you didn't really, but I don't like, I don't sit around thinking about the markets and all this weird stuff with investing. Now I know there's guys that do that in my Mm -hmm. industry. I am much more excited about like, Hey, let's meet with so-and-so and and have a fun visit. Interpersonal relationship. For sure. Like, you know, let's take care. Hey, I can help you. Well, it'll be fun. And I think it goes back to the parents too. It's like. Because I've noticed this with, again, our generation. Mm-hmm. It's like when we're doing stuff, we're like, oh, hey, here you go, kids. You know, have the phone. Go watch your movie on it. That's I'm going to go do right? this thing. I'm just right. guilty of that. No, no. It's like, hey, you know, make them bored. Kids learn when they're well, bored. Well, they're bored. Right? Boredom's good. And then the other thing and is I try to make my kids wait. We used to go to the restaurant. Now that they're older, like your kids, age, you can't go to a restaurant. No, we do. Um, but we try. To get them we to just wait. started back going yeah, to the But it's like, all right. We're not going to have phone at the restaurant. You're going to wait. Yep. Yeah. It's like patience. What do you, what do you mean? Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is what a restaurant is. It's waiting. Yep. You know, you, you get to pick your food out, but no. then you have to wait for them to I'm cook like, it. Every restaurant when I was your age was a wait, kids, because there were like five restaurants. Yep. Yeah. Now there's like a thousand. Yeah. Uh, so well, you don't wait. But I'm like, I think you learn. But it is boredom is the key. And yes. our kids are not bored anymore. They're no, kids. they're not. They have so much. They have so much sensory and access. Well, and, and again, I, it's it's all sensory overload. Well, and we I get into. Just the way our cultures change, like when there's no common culture, you probably still had common culture, mm-hmm. meaning that you actually all listen, watch the same TV shows. Exactly. Yeah. Like there, there was. I, I can say right now, ten like, channels. And that was it. I don't know. Brinkley's in middle school. I have no idea what she talks like. Her friends like when it yeah. comes yeah. to culture, because music is free. Yep. Everything is on your phone, so it's not really a movie or a TV show. 
Like when it's I was a, phone. a kid, oh, that's a good point. When I was yeah. a kid, it was like you went to movies were movie theater and then VCR. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. and then TV show was TV mm-hmm. right. or cable, and then music was whatever de- cassette, radio or yeah, device. access to all that on the same app. app and now it's right? just yeah. all yeah. in this little thing, yeah. and it's it's they view it a lot differently. Those industries have not figured out how to monetize that. No, they haven't. So that's uh, it's, interestingly they enough, they haven't. <laughs> but uh, so our but I mean that's all we talked about. Like yeah. my generation is the worst. If you want to see a bunch of fifty-year-old men get along, we can have full conversations in like Caddyshack quotes. <laughs> and I'm thirty-five, and I can have a full conversation <laughs> about Caddyshack movie. quotes. I'll give you that. That's a great movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but I'm like my my kids. I mean, I've tried to show. This is one thing. I'll, I'll end on this. This is the best part. There you go. Showing your kids the stuff you grew up with. Mm. My daughter, do- my youngest, is into Bill Murray. I don't know why. I don't know how. Good looking but, guy. Uh, we we've watched Meatballs. Nice. We watched Scrooged. Caddyshack, there's a couple scenes you got to fast forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chevy Chase stuff that's not fit for uh, young kids. Not quite yet. Yeah, no. and uh, but, not quite uh, yet. She she likes Scrooge is a fantastic movie well, for kids. Yeah, like I can get behind that. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, and, and I, uh, yeah. My I, kid loved it, and I think we take it for granted too. Is you're like, oh, we like this as a kid. Our kid won't like it, right? I introduced Liam to Lion King this past week. I bet mm-hmm. he loved it. He loved it. Yeah, right. And it's like that's a 30 year old movie. No, that's a deal. Like my right? kids, like into that you, and, yeah don't take it for granted no i tried right. star star wars i failed i failed on did star she wars. not into it my kids are both too young my, for that both so, my kids yeah. could they were like we want to watch it five minutes in we're watching it at home they're in another room it's like wait i have to read the crawl why would oh, i want to read I'm that like, and i'm like well, dude, i mean i'm like the first one's a you little don't have slow. to read it actually you're right the, the first like, star wars is pretty but slow. also when i was there i mean i was literally roxy's age when star wars came out and i'm like you have to understand, like that was it. Yeah, this was that this was, was it. This was the epitome that was the of avatar technology. of the eighties. <laughs> okay, I mean, was, exactly. Yeah. I was like, this was it, and I'm like, yeah. plus it was all the toys that were part of it too, and I'm like, it's I can't explain. I go, but you know, there was only three movies in six years. It wasn't like, <laughs> and well, that's a good point. You yeah. know, yeah. and then uh, we had ca- on the uh, Mike. We had cable when Star Wars was first on, mm-hmm. and my brother and I watched Star Wars every night. Nice, because it was on like HBO, Movie Channel, Showtime, or Cinemax. Just bouncing back, just and, bouncing and, forth. back and forth. And my father finally, like three weeks in, was like, "We're not watching this. Tonight. I can't watch Star Wars anymore. <laughs> Please, no like, more. No, we're watching it again. Now. We're watching it again." And I'm like, "My kids are sort of like that with some stuff, but yeah. um, I mean, I, I got to show them Scooby Doo. We had a Scooby Doo phase. Awesome. But they they don't stick with stuff. That's the one thing I like. You know, well, it's attention span." Yeah, which they move TikTok on. They move on to other quickly. stuff. So. Yeah. All right, Sean, let's talk about some dad jokes. Okay. I know you're a comedy guy, so let's just talk. Let's just jump right into them. Um, and I'm just going to start because I'm fully committing to the uncle joke vein. Here. I, I just, just call yourself yeah, out. I'm just. I'm, I'm fully committing to the uncle joke vein. I'm pretty sure Sean's probably going to be in the same boat. Wow. Um, I read in the news the other day about a kid that was born without eyelids, which sounds terrifying. When like when you have to How envision, does he, no, yeah. he doesn't, and that right? was the point. Yeah. So he was born without eyelids. However, it was a little boy. So fortunately, they just used his foreskin to give him eyelids, similar skin, unused, unnecessary, realistically. So they just cut it off and put it on there. Um, cut it, it was, off and put it on. It was it was crazy, and it actually worked. Um, well, it did. He, he did come out a little cockeyed, but um, other than that, the surgery went really well. <laughs> <That's> terrible! <laughs> wow, Uncle Joe, Uncle number Joe one secured. <laughs> what do you got, DC? Cockeyed. <laughs> I thought cockeyed was pretty good. <laughs> oh man! 
Wow, Uncle Joe. Okay. <laughs> well, you got, yeah. Mm. I feel like both of you have some Uncle Joke. So I'll just try to go full dad mode here. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it, it's obviously winter here, right? We get cold in the evenings, try to cover up, okay? Um, so we get a blanket. And anytime I get a blanket now in the evenings, Liam just sees it and he's like, oh, he's like, I'm cold. I want a blanket. Me too, Dad. AKA, I want to steal your blanket and just have it for myself. Yeah, I want that blanket. Right? I mean, that's that's what he does. That's his thing. And so the other night, uh, I, I legitimately was cold. So like, oh, <laughs> I got got my, my Kansas City Chiefs blanket. Uh, they're going to the Super Bowl after today. I just want to say that. Let's go, chefs. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I grabbed it. I was coloring up with it, and he's like, he's like, oh, he saw me cuddling up with it. And he's like, Dad, I, I'm cold. I need a blanket. I'm like. No man, I was like, I'm cold. I'm getting it, and he's like, No, he's like, I, I, I need a blanket. I'm cold. I'm like, Well, you know, Liam, just go stand in the corner over there. <laughs> and he's like, He looks at me. He's like, Why am I in trouble? If I gotta stand in the corner, I was like, No man. I was like, The corner's ninety degrees. You just go stand over there and you're warm. Oh you'll warm God. up. No, no, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that's pretty dad, right? Oh that's God. pretty dad. Ninety degrees. That's pretty that's solid. Like math teacher dad. <laughs> I saved that joke for you, Sean, because oh you God. were the teacher, and I was like, Sean, oh like this. Sean, like, like this. Yeah. I have to think about it. I have to wait. No, add the add the forty five. Right. Mine is a joke that I would have found amazingly funny in like sixth grade. <laughs> Perfect. That's a dad joke. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I, I actually Googled and researched dad jokes because I don't know any. Okay. No, I understand every that. Joke I know is pretty much the aristocrats. <laughs> so. Please don't tell that joke. No, Please no, don't tell that joke uh, on this podcast. What goes in hard and dry? It comes out wet and soft. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! Pasta? Chewing gum. That a boy. Nice. <laughs> Uncle Joe. There was actually, Number two. There was actually a list when the dad joke page that I was on where it's like a uh, dad joke, dad joke, and then said filthy dad joke. So Fil- I was like, no. oh, I'm bringing one of these. Yeah, too. we call it's, them Uncle jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like this section was made for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I'm like, you're like my favorite comedian is Jeff Foxworthy. I'm like. No, that's not true. No, I know that's it's not. I was like, no, you don't fully yeah, strike me as a Jeff Fox or anything. No, guy. I will say that's crap. Is funny. Though. He's funny guy, but it's not your kind of joke. Well, dude, we probably better wrap it up. Um, Sean, we appreciate you being here, man. Oh, as always, fun. we love having on guys that have had different experiences, yep. different perspectives. You obviously have one different than any of the folks we've had on before, so we really Absolutely. appreciate you. Yep. So, uh, without further ado, way to go, decent dad. Nice Thank work, you, man. Um, so. I guess that's all we really got, man. So that's all we got for today. All right, folks. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. He has a way more impressive job than I do. <laughs> he's be, he's just talking, yeah. he's yeah. doing good. You know, good for him. Probably not as much fun as we are. Uh, no, I wouldn't disagree with that <laughs> assessment either. <laughs>